0: Hello, fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify. You're listening to 40 and 20, the Watch Clicker podcast with your hosts, Andrew and my good friend Everett. Here, we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett,
1: how are you? Well, I I have an injury and, yeah. and it's affecting oh, the it- podcast in a way I didn't expect it to uh, because I didn't think about it. I got stung by a bee on the ear. Which is fine. It's kind of funny because my ears all swollen up. It, it does. You you look
0: like a uh, MMA fighter on one side and then a lawyer on the other
1: side. Right, right. What's the name of the new Disney movie? Um, Moana? No, no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it'll come to me. I look like the uncle from that new Disney movie. Um, Little Mermaid? No, it'll come to me. Anyway, yeah. So I've got a swollen ear. Uh and it's it's uh affecting the i I've got I've gotta wear headphones. It's gotta be uncomfortable. It's not bad. It's, it's mean, fine. It can't feel good. It does look hilarious though. So my ear is all puffy, it's sort of sticking out from my head and it's hanging lower than it normally would. Yeah, which it looks,
0: was it looks a little cauliflowery too.
1: <laughs> I said I look like a one-armed wrestler. Yeah. It was just <laughs> it's just that ear.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> um but yeah, other than that, I'm doing I'm doing well. It was a nice Memorial Day weekend, took a little road trip, uh, got back to work today, everything, nothing had, fall, nothing had fallen apart or caught fire. Andrew, how are you? Did you expect it to catch fire? Well, I mean, sometimes things catch fire, proverbially. I'm, That's true. Yeah.
0: I'm good, as usual, on the tail end of weekend. It was a good Memorial Day weekend. Sam and the kids went out of town. So it was a really quiet weekend for me. And it wasn't really a long weekend, right? Because my schedule just doesn't, it was a normal weekend for me. But it meant that Monday, no one was home. It was just like quiet, chilled, watched TV. It's pretty great. Today I did all the normal weekend stuff of errands and grocery shopping and yard work and kind of ruined my weekend, but... No complaints. I can also, this is, we've had the right weather. It's been low seventies. Yeah. Partly cloudy, but mostly sunny.
1: Yeah. We were like 85 to 95 for about 11, 12 days there. That's too much in May is crazy, but too much. It so it seems to have settled down just a little bit. So oh, yeah. I'm good.
0: It's unfortunately the weather though. You have to adjust like, is your air conditioning on or not?
1: Mm-hmm. It's not like
0: the heat air conditioning dilemma that happens a little earlier. But you're just constantly turning
1: off and on your air conditioning. And that's my complaint. Uh, we don't normally do wrist checks on this show because they're kind of silly. Uh, but I don't usually wear a watch when we're recording either. You're wearing a Christopher Ward and you're wearing a rubber strap. What is that? Ooh, rubber that is strap? the Everest universal straight oh, Link. Oh, on I, That is not intentional. And I wasn't meaning to do that. Uh, but I just caught it, noticed it out of the corner of my eye and didn't know what it was. Yeah, that's yeah. The, it uh, looks terrific on that. It, yeah,
0: I that was my first thought as what it was going to go on. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a perfect perfect pairing for it. Perfect pairing. Yeah, it's a it's quite suitable.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, you know, one of the the beauties of the Everest straps are the curved ends. I think that that straight link is, pr- I mean, for me, probably overpriced for what it does, um, but. It's certainly a, a terrific strap.
0: I also don't agree that it's a straight link. It's yeah. just a little bit curved. A little, little bit it's curved. Certainly the, not a
1: fit. Not end. a fit.
0: Yeah. And the and the curve is is really nice. I could actually I really like one that's totally flat rather than this this raised centerpiece. Oh sure. Like a link. You yeah, know, it's got a bit to,
1: of a profile. Uh I could I could do without that, but and even the, with it. The it, notice FKM is is smooth like that. Yeah. That's that's the <clears> one I have in that kind of slot and it's and I do like that. I like that smooth top. But it's it's also
0: very comfortable and is a really good match for the C63.
1: And you didn't overpay for it.
0: I did not. <laughs> I did not. And and you know if I'm if I'm being honest, I don't know that even buying it at retail is overpaying. These are great. I w- I will buy these. Not the ones that I have. I'm not I'm not going to You didn't yeah, you're not going to buy those.
1: Don't buy those. No. But I I will probably buy more. That would be economically foolish. Um, I'm excited for today's episode because it seemed to me that there were so many cool watches that came out. We just did a roundup a week ago. And in the last week, there's been so many cool drops that I suspect we're not going to get to them all, Andrew. I I think you're probably right because there's been a lot of... Happenings and goings on in the watch world. So, some sometimes we'll have like a couple of weeks, three weeks that we'll have to pull from, and it feels like a little. You know, it's like okay, well, yeah, I'll throw this in there in case we run out of time today. I legitimately think we have, we have ten or eleven yep. very cool watches, and we're almost certainly not going to get to them. We're definitely not. But but we'll make the effort. Time will tell. Time will tell. With that in mind, Andrew. I know that you have a watch that you'd like to kick us off with. This week. I definitely do. Uh, the first watch I want to talk about is
0: the, uh, where is it? Here it is. The Casio LF20W-XX. Comes in three iterations. It is a fully, I'll, I'll read the whole thing. bio-based resin (laughs) with recycled materials. It is the Casio Royale without a map Mm -hmm. and in all resin instead of hard plastic. It's very, uh, like F 84 plasticky, And I Mm -hmm. am for it. I dig this. It comes in black, uh, kind of a, kind of a white gray and then a, a true like stone gray and the reason i haven't gotten one is because they're 50 bucks on amazon 30 bucks on casio and i haven't decided between the kind of stone egg egg shelly gray and this and the stone gray well and i think they're sold out on casio too which is why yeah. they're
1: they're fetching a higher price
0: well they um, were immediately i i saw these on drop day and i was like oh and it, yeah. i saw notify me on casio which i'm like maybe that just means that they maybe it just means it didn't drop yet i found on amazon for for significantly more so i'll let these cool for a few weeks yeah because these
1: will settle in at 19 bucks
0: yeah between 19 and, and 30 right and they're and they're they're right up my
1: alley yeah, these are these are pretty terrific. I'm actually not finding them for sale on Amazon either. They, they don't you can't find them
0: by their um by their code. You can find them by uh they're like Casio Pop.
1: Okay. Let's see. Yeah, these these definitely are a like a, a classic illuminator and yeah. And a Casio Royale had a baby. Yep.
0: Oh, uh, I'll I'll link the Amazon. It, they have a they yeah. have a name that Amazon sells them as
1: if they can be purchased right now. There'll be a link. There's going to be a link to something in the show notes. Most likely, the Casio website. But if they can be purchased presently, from what we can tell, we'll have a link to those. If, if I can find something that you can buy
0: it today when I write the notes, the link will be there. Can't
1: say it'll be available,
0: but yeah. these are cool. They're, they're just like, this is Casio doing Casio shit. There's not a lot to talk about,
1: right? Yep. They're, they're quote unquote WR. You've got a, a, a dual time function. You've got date. You've got a light. It's a four button. There's not a lot to say about this watch. No, it's all the things. Yeah. It's all the Casio things. Bio-based resin. Yeah. Produced from renewable organic materials and water resistant. Ooh, there's going to be more colors. There's going to be a green
0: and a burgundy. Just based off of their marketing information photos. Love it. Yeah. I might get
1: the, I might hold out and get the green. Like a sage green. So I'm going to talk about a watch that sold out I think almost instantly. Ready for it? Jason Lim review released a limited edition topper collaboration this week and we, we don't i don't really i think we collectively as a show don't so much go in for like limited edition collabs that are pretty hard to get yada 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 but this is a universa which i think is maybe my favorite halios yes, i know the c seaforth is the one that everybody's kind of Gaga about something about the Universa really calls out to me. The bezel, the way the crystal sort of sits high uh over over the the bezel edge, the combination of brushed and polished surfaces that really curvy but angular thing it's got going on the onion crown. I think this is my favorite Helios and they kind of hit it out of Jason, kind of hit it out of the park with this. And I don't know how much Topper had to do with the dial design, but it is this very crispy white dial mm-hmm. uh, w- with crispy white loom, a little pop of orange, and this lovely, lovely. I don't know if you'd call that cornflower. Or denim, or it's not quite navy, not royal, something in between those two. seconds hand, fantastic. It's
0: very Cartier, yes, blue on on the white. Everything oh, else,
1: that's right. And it's and it's got. So so this is a a trick I don't understand. We've got orange indicators or orange minutes at ten. 25 40 and 55 if you've got an answer for why that is i'd love to hear it you think that's light issues just
0: just well no because it's blue at the three and blue it appears to be blue at the three and the nine
1: yeah so so the hash marks on the minute scale alternate alternate between blue yellow, and green representing natural elements found near Topper's headquarters in Burlingame is what this says. Okay. So it's not, there's <coughs> nothing. The yellow is not, I guess, discreet. Um, it's an alternating color scheme. Blue, green. Okay, there it is. Yeah, so each of the five-minute markers alternates. That tracks. Is it green? Yeah, there's a green. You can see it at 35. Oh, it's subtle. At 50, very subtle. That's right. Okay. That's right. So a pretty sexy watch. I, I mean, it's a universe, right? There's not, yeah. There's not a lot to say. It's about It's just a this limited car. edition universe. I've, I've always loved the crown on the universe.
0: So. I've never got to have one of these in hand.
1: Mm. Yeah, they. It, it's a terrific watch, and you know, these are. We talk a lot about Monta. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about Formex, in particular, uh, the essence, really punching above their weight. Or you know, I don't know if I've ever actually said that on the show before, but you, you know, at the fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar mark, those two brands are slaying mm-hmm. in terms of quality. I think for under 1000 bucks, nobody can touch Jason. The quality fit and finish on a Halios is second to none at $1,000. I think where he doesn't quite compete with Monta, for instance, is in terms of thickness. You, you know, M- M- Manta has really driven down the case to be as thin and sort of luxury is possible. I don't think Jason's quite doing that. And maybe it's not possible to do that at this price. But with that said, the, the fit and finish and the quality of, of manufacturing is
0: when he's coming right
1: there, right at a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Pr- pretty, pretty terrific. Um, the, the things he's able to do at under a thousand are are really incredible.
0: I wish he get inventory stabilized and out there.
1: Yeah, and it could be that he doesn't. That he, it could be that he doesn't really want to get get inventory stabilized. You, you but know, I want it. This, I want to be able to buy one. The stock universes I think are like uh, under eight hundred bucks. Seven thirty five. And, and and there's and they're only eleven millimeters, so they're pretty thin. So maybe I need to take it back. Honestly, eleven millimeters—that's that's thin. Yeah, yeah. that's the and that includes the crystal. So maybe I just need to actually just take it back. I said a stupid thing. Take it back. They don't feel as thin. That's right. You, in the metal, we they feel you. a little bit thicker.
0: That's what you want. You want it to feel thicker. Uh. Late 2023, we should see series two of the uh Universa coming to the Halios website,
1: though. So we'll see another run this year. Yeah, that that's right. And and perhaps they won't, perhaps I'll have a few more. So yeah, yeah. Nine seven on the triumph. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's little. Uh
0: I'm ready to talk about my next watch. Do it. This is a watch I became aware of today for the first time for the first time. It's another Casio, a Pro Trek PRG601PE Pendleton Wool collaboration. And this is just Pro Trek, right? This is a Pro Trek we all know. We've all seen it. We're not this isn't new. The new and exciting part is the Pendleton Wool collaborative strap that features Pendleton patterns and wool in the strap. This is dope. There's not a whole lot to say about it. It's a super cool collaboration with ProTrek that's celebrating, in their words, the harmonious coexistence with nature. And I think if you're a person wearing a Pro Trek, you're probably not harmoniously coexisting with nature, but you're in it. You're you're conquering, you're
1: in nature. Uh, this is super cool. It's four hundred bucks. I think I might get one. Yeah, this is yeah. So these these are new drops. Mike Razak actually alerted mm. me to this. And yeah, well, I,
0: that's, that's how I became aware of it. He said he was going to be
1: reviewing one, and I saw it was smitten. You know, we've talked about Pendleton on the show before, and I said something to the effect of Pendleton's a household name. It's sort of ubiquitous. And it occurred to me that not everybody knows who Pendleton is. Not everyone knows. They should know. But we know because we grew up with it. We grew up with Pendleton in the home of Pendleton. But if Cassio, if Mr. Cassio knows about Pendleton, it seems it's a thing. It seems it must be. Must be. The Beach Boys
0: know about Pendleton. Yeah, but the Beach Boys were also friends with Charlie Manson. (laughs) So (laughs) can we
1: exactly trust them? So uh, we did a thing. That we always do when we do this, we we each pick watches we send them each to each other. You beat me to the sending stage, which means that you got dibs on some watches, and I got
0: dibs, and that I sent them to you. But they yeah. are
1: they are our picks.
0: Which, so which one's the one that you want to talk about?
1: So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take one that you actually sent, but that I wanted to talk about, which is the new Aquastar. Yeah. So Aquastar is a one of these companies that we talk about so often that was a thing. And then, yeah, now it's eating brains um, as a zombie brand. But in any event, Aquastar is very cool. I'm very into the aesthetic of Aquastar. I lamented the arrival of Aquastar in some ways because they came back after we had designed and started working with manufacturers on <laughs> the foster 11 Atmos and we're really in some ways doing the things we were trying to do with the 11 Atmos. And, and so it came out and I was like some bitch now. And, and then there was like Woolbrook, a, a number of brands sort of popped out, but Aquastar was the one that I was like, those those guys are the ones doing it right. And they're doing it more expensive than us so I don't have to worry about them. Very, very into this brand in terms of their aesthetic, which anybody who knows me will not be surprised to hear that. This is a new model, the Model 60. Uh, And it's just a terrific, this is the skin diver, right? Yep. This is the skin diver. So what, what are our stats here? 37 millimeter steel case, H link, 20 minute, 20 minute graduation. We've got totally modern, even though this thing looks like it's from the 1960s, totally modern ceramic bearing construction. Um, Yeah. Fantastic. Lovely watch. There's nothing fancy going on in the dial. Very familiar sort of dot and bar type of thing. What I do really like on this is if you look at the profile, this has got a familiar to Mm -hmm. me, at least, case profile. This is a classic curvy H-Link skin diver. The case totally wraps around, giving that fantastic dimension with that high prominent dial. The dial and crystal. Sit high above the rest of the watch. This is just a terrific watch, and because it's Aquastar, it's going to be made to the tits. We got a LeJupere G100, which is a fantastic movement. It's a new movement too, uh, isn't it? it? It's a newish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Twelve ninety, but a thousand dollar pre order, nine hundred ninety dollar pre order, and they're <laughs> supposed to start shipping next month.
0: First hundred you get a compass on your nylon strap
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you have it so you're really getting getting the banger deal now I, i'm not one to complain that's not true i am one to complain i will say there's a problem with this watch and that is the end link the this is a beads of rice bra- beads of rice bracelet which i don't mind even a little bit but the end link on this thing is Atrocious! Mm -hmm. It is awful. What we'd call a male end link, and the finishing is real bad. For a thirteen hundred dollar watch, I expect more. It is
0: you expect it to at least match the case, right? If you're going to integrate a end link into your case, it's not an integrated link. But if you're going to put something in there by design. At least make it the same fucking finish.
1: It, yeah, it. Yeah, I, I. I'm not a fan of the unlink, but every other element, the case back on this is so good. Um, the font is terrific all around. Yeah, the the bezel font is perfect, but that end link,
0: ooh boy. Oh, boy. If you're in the first hundred, you're not going to have to worry about it because you're going to get a nylon strap and a compass to wear upon it. Correct. So these come
1: with a fantastic basket tropic. Yada, 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 which is probably what you're going to wear this thing on anyway. Yeah. What you got next, bud? Oh, next up for me.
0: What do I want to talk about next? There's so many things. There are a lot of things. I want to talk about the Dryden Field Watch. So Dryden is a brand that we are familiar with, that we like. We've got a couple of Dryden reviews on the website and as titled in a blog to watch an excellent everyday field watch. So this is a field watch, right? This isn't, you know, some revolutionary, extraordinary thing. It's coming in at 500 bucks, 38 millimeter case, 11 too thick, 46 lug to lug. So we got that nice little compact field watch feel. And I am for it. It's gorgeous. There is the the brown dial, the brown sunburst textured dial with Fotina, everything doesn't do it for me. But that crisp white mm-hmm. dial does it for me i love this handset i love the font i love everything about this simple as it gets 38 millimeter field watch with appropriately finished end links Mm -hmm. this (laughs) thing this does it
1: i i'm digging it yes we actually spent a lot of time with jerry when we were in new york Mm -hmm. and 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 with jake wick for that matter who wrote these reviews this watch isn't exactly (laughs) new this watch has been on the scene for a minute um but we haven't talked about it in the show my take on this on this watch was that it felt like what we wanted the 2014 micro brands yeah, to feel like in twenty. 20- so this this watch feels like certainly not, um, certainly not wild or crazy. This is a very simple watch. This is a Trasca type. This watch. is what I want. It is doing things simply, classically, r- r- vaguely recognizably, but not not in a way that you're like that. Oh, oh, that's just that. Everything's
0: got just enough design inspiration behind mm. it like no this is how i want it to look the lines are softer this the hour hand is great the position of the minute hand going what seems like as perfectly to the end of the minute track as possible it's these
1: details that just nail it for me and, and yeah that that's right the, the details are perfect. And, and he's doing all the, he's doing all the easy things right too. It's got a ninety fifteen or a ninety thirty nine, depending yep. on which, whether you get a date or not, it's the dimensions are great. 38 by 46 with an 11.2 thickness. Uh, this is just a terrific watch. This is one of those watches where if it had come out in 2015 would be a best in class watch. 100%. Uh, and, and which is not to say it's not today, but, uh, <laughs> It, it, it very well may be um we're a little bit desensitized to a drop like this i think
0: yeah it can get easily lost
1: amongst the noise but if you have 500 bucks and you want something that's going to be perfect and great this is this is like yeah this gosh. is very much in the Trasca laurier
0: like i just want something simple i want something well built i want something well finished yeah I think this is this this blue with the orange second hand and font like very
1: fairer color scheme is gorgeous, and we, and we don't need to nitpick this watch at all. I'm Good going knurling to knurling on the. I'm going to for just a crown. minute say the crown is maybe the one thing that may be enormous oh, for people. You're wrong. That well, thing is dope. Well, well, I I'm just saying I don't know that it's going to be everybody's cup of tea. It's prominent that knurling is a discreet finish so that might not be for everybody i think it's terrific but it's the one thing on the watch that may be uh slightly
0: if it's not for you then don't get it but it's terrific that's what draw like what drew me into being interested in this watch is that crown
1: it's a good watch it is i want to wear one well done jerry indeed All right, I better do this or I'm not going to do it. I've got a watch that costs way too much money that not enough people are going to buy. That if, yeah, I I don't know that there's any way to describe this watch besides ugly because it's ugly. This is a watch made by Bowen, Mm -hmm. and they're calling it the Star Diver. Uh, And I think they're calling it the Star Diver because it looks like a spaceship submarine. Yeah. I think that's appropriate. What the fuck is this watch? So this is made by a French brand called Bowen, or there's probably a different way to say that in France. Um, And this is a extreme watch. That's what this is. It's like 1999 at an X. It's Arnold at his peak when he won <laughs> won the the Mr. Universe. That's right. So I would say it, it would be fair to put this in the category of perhaps a plow prof mm-hmm. or a Tuna or maybe even a monster. A, a little bit more a little bit more different a little beefier than the monster this is a purpose-built tool dive watch it's a thousand meter dive watch and despite its appearances it's only 43 millimeters the case is 41 but 17 no what, what do we got? Thick, so 41 diameter, 14.8 thick. thick. From there we what go. I'm looking at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sorry, Uh, I was looking at the specs on their other watch. So yeah, 41 by by 14.8, which is big,
0: but also not, but
1: not it's crazy tall.
0: That's right. It's it's tuna tall, mm-hmm. but it's not what I would expect for the
1: specs. That's right yeah yeah i think that's exactly right andrew like based on the specs this is conservatively sized yeah we've got a helium escape
0: valve as evidenced by the length of the minute hand though
1: the thing that (laughs) the thing that made this watch interesting to me was how interesting the finishing is so this is a great five titanium thousand meter dive watch And when you get this thing on its side and you start looking at the details of that helium escape valve and the details on the bracelet and the details on the bezel and the crown and these crown guards, this is terrific. Yeah. It's like two things happened at once here. They were like,
0: Oh, I want to make a really cool watch, but I also want to make a really fine watch. Yeah. <laughs> they, they polished the
1: shit out of that circular saw. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It is gorgeous. This looks like a, this looks like a, like Halios finishing or, or perhaps even someone better, but that same level of attention to detail in an absolutely nutso uber tool watch case i am so into this watch the finishing
0: on the bezel is absurd that high polish on titanium is like
1: why that's right so 300 we can 300 pieces it's a so prod movement um custom finished and it's got this fantastic looking i don't know what you'd call this it's not quite a uh, ProPilot X, but it's got like a, a similar sort of vibe to it on the clasp. Um, This huge, wide f- taper flare rubber strap and, and a similar bracelet. This thing is so interesting. It's ugly without being objectionably ugly, it's, in my it's, mind. It's ProPlof
0: ugly. Yeah, I think this is terrific. It's it's Ripley ugly. It's It's ugly because... It's not meant to be beautiful, right? It's not a it's not a design piece. It's a it's a tool. It's totally superfluous. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs this
1: tool. Nobody needs this tool. But I'm glad it exists. So only 300 pieces of these. So they're going to be hard to get, and they're kind of expensive.
0: Yeah, what 2,500 bucks? Yeah,
1: three thousand three thousand euros for the full kit. Okay. Uh, So this thing, there's a lot going on here. Obviously, this is not going to be for everybody. And even if it was for you, you're going to have to really think hard about how much you want this before you spend 3,000 pounds or euros on a watch that's probably not going to have a terrific resale value. No. Um,
0: Oh, I think I hate the bracelet.
1: Yeah. So That first link on the bracelet is yucky. It's not a fitted end link, which for me is a problem, but
0: Uh, especially that
1: with the design and
0: development that went into this to not have a fitted in link is kind of inexcusable. It wouldn't
1: have been more expensive. I I have a hard time with that. That's the one thing I have a hard time with uh, on this watch as well. Yeah.
0: But it looks really good on the fitted rubber, like the integrated rubber.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is super interesting. It's too much money for me. So, I'm not buying it because it's... Shouldn't have left your credit card information in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really... I, this is maybe the most interesting watch I've seen this year. You think? I think maybe. Interesting. The most interesting watch. I hate the hands. I love the hand shape. Yeah. It's got
0: a bit of a G-Shock thing going on in the dial. Uh, What bugs me is that the minute and hour hands are, um, basically all the hands are the same length. The chapter ring is so gradually sloping that the hands make up like one third of the total dial diameter. Yeah. That kind of bugs me. Anyway, also, different size. The more I look at it, the more things are like confusing me. But they're con, they're confusing me in a way of like I want to know why, not like you're an idiot. Why would you do that? It's like no, there was a reason for this because this watch doesn't exist without really deliberate decision making. Yeah, I'm just I want
1: I want to know why. Uh, two, there are there are two Arabic numerals on the dial. Uh. It, excusing for a second the date track yeah the yesterday t- t- today tomorrow date track there's a six and a nine and that's it and they're different sizes well the nine's bigger than the six everybody knows that
0: it's a fair rate. no you're right i'm the asshole <laughs> is this because a seven eight nine joke is that what's going on right now on
1: this dial Let's just move it along. Yeah. Andrew, what do you got? I I don't have anything else. I'm done. You're done? I'm quitting. You're you're just quitting the podcast. Yeah. Right now you're walking out. Yeah, right here in front of everyone. Um.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one. So Grand Seiko or King Seiko, pardon me, has been doing a thing. <sighs> And they have a new release with the SJE089 and 091. And King Seiko is doing the same thing that everyone else is doing in releasing the same watch in three sizes. So this is the new size uh, coming in at... 38, uh, 38, six. So the iteration you have is what? 37 something. I've got the 37. Yeah. So you've got the 37. There's a 39. Or is it 40? I have to remember here. Doesn't matter. Here's, these are gorgeous watches. I love yours in 37. I know that you say it's a little bit small, so maybe this is a better option for you. I don't know if there's enough of a
1: size difference to warrant these releases. Well, yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out what Seiko's doing with these because they've now released these in three or perhaps four, depending on how you look at it, different grades almost. So m- mine yeah. is a 6R. Mm-hmm. Mine's a 6R. This is a 6L. Which is a significantly superior movement to the six R and they've got this thing down. They've got this thing down to what is it? Ten seven. Yeah. 10. Yeah. They've got, so the one problem I have with the six R movement is although it is superior in many ways to the four R it's the same beat rate mm-hmm. or, or no, it's, it's a little bit, little bit better beat rate, little bit better power <laughs> resistance, But it's not, I mean, it's just not that much difference. It's just marginal. Marginal differences. And it's a fucking chunk, man. Yeah. The 6L, however, is a significant improvement. So they've allowed these to get much thinner. They are down in 10.7. Much more elegant. And that's, I think, a good move. But... They're thirty four hundred yes. euros. These are these are like
0: thirty eight hundred bucks. Yes. So you have a seventeen hundred dollar at thirty seven. Yeah, and that was mine. A thirty eight hundred dollar at thirty eight. Yeah. This doesn't make sense to me. I, Everyone else is dropping iterative like size iteration. Releases. Are they testing the market for King Seiko? <sighs> Why would they test the market with the same watch? It yeah. doesn't make sense. So we had I I had all these hopes for King Seiko drawing deep into their catalog and pulling out really cool shit from the 60s and the 70s and doing this really awesome well-financed zombie brand which we don't see very often. Mhm. And instead, they're doing weird stuff. Weird even for Seiko stuff. We don't have an SNK with three different movement options and three different sizes spanning $1,500 price range. That's not a thing that Grand Seiko has ever done. This is a really unique thing happening at King Seiko. I'm intrigued by it. I'm supremely annoyed by it. And it because it doesn't make sense to me. And I get that I'm a dummy,
1: but what are they doing? Yeah, I I think it must be there, must be some market testing. Uh, How do you sell this watch? How
0: do you sell this watch side by side to a virtually identical watch for half for double the price? Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's nobody who is like, well, the 37 is too small. The 38 six is really the one that I want and I'm willing to pay double for it. Unless people are looking for that 6L movement. But if they want that 6L movement, just put it in the smaller watch.
1: Right. This is curious. I will say there, there are a few things they've done. So w- when i bought my king seiko i was enamored by it i still am enamored by it cuz it's a terrific watch but there were some you know uh, uh, there were some deviations from the original source material in this watch and and actually my friend aggressive timing habits pointed one of them out to me which is that the lugs were different in particular the, this the the 44ks is sort of an icon of grammar of design styling and being an icon I think requires a certain amount of faithfulness when you recreate it and they changed the beveling on the lugs in a way that I think after Bo pointed this thing out to me made sense I was like oh yeah the the way the bevel extends through the lugs almost into the side of the case takes a little something away from the dimensional Mm -hmm. from the dimensional aspect of the lugs i I think with this watch they've pulled that back and they've actually done it right so we've got an overall thinner lug and we've got to look at the and, and they got the dimension right they got that triangle beveling right so this is obviously just a superior watch in many ways, but it also seems to me like it's a bit more faithful. The the sizing is closer.
0: Then um, then create its own line. Don't make it iterative. I yeah.
1: I, I think that they're probably trying to figure out where the King Seiko fits in terms of price. So w- where do people want to buy these
0: at? It doesn't fit at Grand Seiko levels.
1: Yeah. Well, we're still sub Grand Seiko with, just with the six Yeah. Well. I mean half. Yeah. So this is really interesting watch. I, uh, of, of course it's out of my my impulse buy price range. My King Seiko was kind of an impulse buy. This takes it to the next level both in terms of quality. Um I'd like to see them side by side.
0: Yeah. If if it if truly the movement is the big difference here. Yeah. Or if cuz yours is finished beautifully.
1: Yeah, it sure is. Like yeah.
0: far, far above what you would expect out of a $1,700 watch.
1: Yeah. And and, and this feels like a, a very expensive, very, very expensive, maybe presage type watch. Certainly top of the line presage. But yeah, it's it's an interesting move. We'll have to see where they go with this. It's, it's an objectively better watch than mine.
0: And objectively twice the price.
1: Maybe even a little but,
0: more. But is it... Is it a cousin? Like I just I don't get it. I don't understand this decision. Why Why drop the same watch? Do something else. It's not like their catalog shallow,
1: right? <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> get two watches to choose from. No. Yeah, I I think they must be testing the market. That's that's all I can figure. They're testing the market. They're trying to figure out w- where things fit here. W- what's what? And trying to decide, can can we make this a, a really superior product line? If I had to guess.
0: Well, we'll see.
1: That kind of bugged me. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> with that, I I, I think we we're, we're at a good breaking point. Unless there's any other watches that you're just dying to talk about before we move on.
0: Um... No, nah, I think we've done it.
1: Yeah, I, I I, think we got through the I think we got through the ones that we needed
0: to get through. Unless you're unless you want to just talk briefly about all the skeleton. Uh, Monaco's that have come out and how much I hate them.
1: <laughs> I think I think you said it all. OK, Andrew, other things. What do you got?
0: All right. So what are we? Yeah, right. It's May 30th today. May 25th. The uh, first half of season five of Yellowstone was released onto Peacock. Peacock! For those of you who are like me and don't pay for Powermount Plus just for Yellowstone, you can watch Yellowstone season five. And one of my concerns with Yellowstone, and with really any show like it, is that it's going to lose me. Right, you can only fabricate so much drama at some point, things just have to get better or stop being so shitty. Right, like Game of Thrones, kind of like, oh, this is a controversial opinion. I'm glad they ended it when they did because honestly, it was getting a little tedious. The storytelling was great, the characters were great, but it's like, come on, how much bad stuff can happen in this amount of time? Yellowstone is kind of I've kind of been on that fear cliff the whole time it's like how really really again get into season five number one I'm okay with all of the problems that come up and it was great I feel it it feels very much like the final season of Breaking Bad it feels very much at the early part of the final season of sons of anarchy where you're like, finally we're going to tie all this up. I can feel that the end is nigh. I want resolution and it was great. They do a really good job keeping to build these characters out. You can see it's coming and I'm loving it. I watched it over the course of four days, uh, eight episodes and it was great. So the end is nigh. They expect the second half of the finale season to come back later this year. And I'm very much looking forward to it. So if you haven't watched it, now is the time. Because now you can binge watch right up to almost in real time if you haven't started Yellowstone. And I've talked about it before. If you haven't started it yet, now is the time. Because you can binge watch or even just slowly take bites of it. And then come the end of the year, you're fully caught up. All the knowledge is fresh and the finale will be coming. It's great. Kevin Costner is the best cowboy in the modern acting world. (laughs) And I hate to say it because that sucks to say he really is. He's not a great Robin Hood, though he was the best. Because he's way better than Russell Crowe, Robin Hood.
1: But yeah, I've I've really enjoyed this season. You, you know, you brought up a bunch of shows. <clears throat> Just off the top of my head, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Two of those shows were very good. One of those shows was very bad. And Yellowstone is more like the bad one than either of the very good shows. Uh, I don't think you're wrong. Yellowstone is soapy trash. Now, I've I watched it. Enough of it. I've watched enough of it that I cannot deny that I've enjoyed it. But Yellowstone is soapy trash. It's you're like soapy s- trash. It's like Sons of Anarchy, which I watched to the bitter oh, bitter it was so
0: bitter. I watched the final season and, on 1.5 speed and just to suffer through it.
1: And the, they they played that show for one or two seasons too long i think yellowstone has done a better job in
0: they felt it out they knew that wrapping this was it up ad. yep
1: um but yeah it, it's not good
0: no it, it is good you're wrong
1: it, it's it's enjoyable but it is not good say what you will about the end of sons of anarchy or not sons of anarchy the end of game of thrones that's still a cohesive story that spanned all those seasons, mm-hmm. and you, you know the way that ended. I think rubbed a lot of people wrong, and that's fine.
0: It had to because none of us wanted it to end. That's right. They this can't make it go on forever.
1: This is a different thing than that, and same with Breaking Bad. Uh, break. I, I thought the end of Breaking Bad was terrific, but I, I may be in a minority there. But that they did a really good job with those shows, and they've they've limped Yellowstone along.
0: It's like Succession or Empire. Like, how do you keep telling the story? How do you tell a story that, in reality, should be one season? It should be a miniseries.
1: Well, I'll I'll do a little bonus other thing. I did finish Succession this week, and the end is fantastic. I I mean, I think Kieran Kieran Culkin's going to win, like, six Emmys for this thing because he is... Oh, my God. But the end is fantastic, and when... When you get to... I don't want to say anything. Stop it there. But when you get to the end and you figure it all out, Google the winner, the person who's going to win. Google their name with MLB connection. And there is a fucking side story that will blow your mind. And it's fantastic. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, but you have watched the show, do it now. If you haven't, just watch it. Try to remember this stupid thing that Everett said. End of succession. Really, really good. The acting... Is just terrific in this last season, but that's not my other thing. That was a bonus other thing because you brought it up. My other thing is we love bonus <laughs>
0: other things here.
1: <laughs> my other thing is way more boring. Andrew, how do you guys store uh, like leftovers at the house?
0: We wrap them in aluminum foil. No, yeah. we put them in Tupperware, like like Americans. Yeah.
1: So w- we've we've used Tupperware before. We've used like you know. Rubbermaid or Ziploc container. Oh, we don't use
0: brand name Tupperware. We like our Tupperware drawer is consists of a lot of Chinese food. Okay. Plastic containers. Okay. Some like leftover off brand. Sure. Sealable containers, some yogurt containers. I dig it. Some glass jars. Yeah. 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 We aren't, we're not classy in that drawer.
1: No, that's that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I'll tell you, we have gone back and forth in terms of our classiness in this regard. But a few years ago, a few years ago, we picked up, I think we picked them up from Costco, a handful, of box worth of glass lock storage containers. Do you know what glass lock is? No. So GlassLock is a company. I I wasn't really familiar with this company until a few years ago, but we picked up a handful of GlassLock storage containers. These are, as the name may indicate to you, glass storage containers, which means they're heavy.
0: Mm -hmm. And they
1: break. And they break. Not totally ideal. And they're not super cheap either. Like I think an 18-piece of these is like 60
0: 54 bucks on the Amazon right now.
1: 54 bucks. Not cheap. No. However, these things are so well made and they work together. And the reason I decided to talk about this now, because we've been using these for a couple of years. The reason I've brought it up now is because we just recently replenished replenished our glassocks stores, and the old shit all works with the new shit.
0: Ooh, that's nice. Right? That's really nice.
1: The old shit works with the new shit, and it's fantastic. So we've been using these. The, these are glass containers with plastic, rubberized plastic lids. Um, they've got hinges, which eventually these hinges will break, but we've not had any hinge breaking. We've not had any, you know, you I, I can put, I would feel no reservations about throwing chili in one of these, sealing it up, and throwing it in my briefcase with a computer i wouldn't even cons- i wouldn't hesitate for a second That they're... was
0: an interesting decision you went to ch- you've done that before then
1: i've done that before yeah. yeah 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 they're sealed they're tight they are like strong um they're dishwasher safe they're microwave safe we prepare food in these oven safe oven safe they're terrific and for food storage This is not exactly a buy once, cry once type of stitch because you're gonna lose shit and stuff's gonna, you know, it's gonna fall into the, the heating element on the dishwasher and you're gonna have a problem. You're gonna drop one. But for have a
0: rubber gasket on the. It's got a gasket. Yeah. It's
1: got a gasket and and the way the lid comes down, it actually locks Mm -hmm. and pulls the container into the lid, which is what creates the seal on
0: the on the lip. Container. That's
1: right. These are the most terrific food storage containers I've ever used. I'm sure that there are other products doing similar things, but these are the ones I've used, and I think they're incredible.
0: They are Amazon's choice, and they have 4.6 stars over 5,972 reviews. That's a lot. That's That's a good Amazon product right there.
1: That's a lot. That's a lot of stars over a lot of reviews. Yes, they're terrific. I I also think that these are regularly recommended by like Homes and Garden or or whoever whoever makes these reviews, Wire Cutter or, or whatever. I think these are are regularly in those best of lists. So it may be something you know you've run across before, but but not ever took the bid on.
0: But now you have a testimonial from someone that you know and trust.
1: Just do it. Just do it.
0: I won't for a while. My Tupperware drawer is still at toddler height. Why we use Chinese food containers.
1: Right. Well, you know, there's something appealing about that too. Like we go to the same Chinese food place They changed their menu
0: when they reopened and it's not as good.
1: It's not as good. It's
0: more expensive.
1: Do they have the same to go containers? More importantly,
0: don't know. Have an order because it's they don't have like the two, they made some changes that were like abhorrent to me.
1: It's too bad. Yeah. So, uh, Spruce Eats, that's their top pick. Um, Sirius Eats, it's their top pick. So, yeah, Food Network. Yeah. So, so folks dig these things. Uh, folks that are in the know and talking about these things, which either means they're very good. Or they're paying out a lot of money. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and they're the runner up for the wire cutters leak proof glass container set.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. It's wire cutters, reliable.
1: They've got snapware as their top, which is a little, little less terrible. We've had some snapware too. Andrew, I think we've done it. I'm all out of things, As other of things, mind. and watch things. Anything else you want to talk about before we go? That's it. I took your line. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Andrea, it's Okay, uh, we'll just pretend. Andrea, anything else you want to talk about before we go?
0: Do you want to talk about the new Monaco's?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, eh, with that in mind, hey, folks, uh, thank you for joining us for this episode of 40 and 20, the Watch Clicker podcast. You can, if you'd like, check us out on the website. That's watchclicker.com. It's pretty simple, watchclicker.com. Go there. You can see reviews and, of course, every single episode of this podcast. You can also check us out on our socials on Instagram at 40and20 underscore watchclicker and at watchclicker. If you want to support us, and please, 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 we hope you do, you can do that at patreon.com slash 40and20. That's where we get all the money for it. Everything that costs money in the show when it all costs money. And don't forget to tune in next Thursday for another hour of watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like.
0: Bye bye.